Hey guys, welcome to the Big Blue United Podcast. My name is TJ, I'm here with Dan and Colin, and we are at the end of this, what was a basically awful season. Are you guys happy it's over? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel the same as I do at the end of every season, really. <laughs> every season except last year, but the 10 before that, yeah? Well, I feel like last year the hope was, um, this is good, let's not re-sign Daniel Jones. So that was like my my anxiety headed into last season, and of course, I suppose if where we are back- today. Yeah, if you look back at last year and it's n- there's no continuation of the of that into this year, it kind of like doesn't even matter at all. It's like who cares? Yeah. It's like we're not we're, the Giants aren't good. They had a good year, but they didn't carry anything any of that over. So, well, back to square one, really. Well, I mean, hey, maybe we can bring in a JJ McCarthy and just have some competition for for <laughs> Daniel Jones. So that'll be good. <laughs> yeah, who's the one guy up? that couldn't surplant Daniel Jones? That's the guy. Him. That's yeah. him. Who, who's like all the white guys who like should go in the second or third round? Let's pick Bo them Nicks. sixth overall. Yeah. Bo yeah. Nix. Yeah. Bo Nix, sixth overall. Let's go. Yeah. It wasn't Bo Nix the name of the guy and uh, Jerry Maguire. His name was definitely Bo. Was it? Uh, 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 Cuba Jerry O'Connell's uh, character. Oh, as, yeah, as yeah, yeah. The yeah, dummy. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Bo. Makes sense. Bo, Bo Nix has been in college for like seven years. Yeah, what are, what's with that? It seems like all these quarterbacks are like 25, 26 years well, old. It's the red shirt year and plus all the COVID stuff. The COVID oh, stuff. The COVID awful. gave a bonus year. So uh, if now you're you really bad, money. you can stay forever. Yeah. Well, you make more money. Like if you're yeah. if you're like a if you're like a predominant like uh, or I'm sorry like a prominent um, women's college basketball player, you're gonna make more money. Oh yeah. In your four, your four years, three years of college, whatever it is, then you will your entire decade plus of WNBA career. So I understand that, but it's a WNBA I guess these, problem. you know, people are making, you know, Arch Manning doesn't even start; he's making like ten million dollars or something. Yeah, I, well, he he probably have to. He's probably going to start next year, right? Yeah, there was someone someone transferred. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know Did enough the, about college football to be honest with you. Well, hey, they had that dude that filled in for. Yours, that was like a dual threat yes. kind of guy. Mm. I don't know if he yes. transferred, but he, I think he would start over Arch Manning. Yeah, I I, uh, I watched the championship last night. It was well, okay. Let me see, if we're talking quarterbacks and who we could possibly get. Just one <laughs> game. If is 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 just one game. I don't want Penix because he looked like crap. They but both looked awful. I know, yeah. I know. It was it was, but I don't. Know, I wasn't even looking. Not at awful, but yeah, because he was just like the. He doesn't uh, throw the ball. No, and that other guy came in and played wildcat quarterback like yeah. every other play. So I was like, what's the point of this? Yeah, what did he throw? JJ McCarthy threw ten passes. You said was it actually? No, ten? no, I, I didn't. I didn't check. Oh, okay, I, thought, like, I didn't know if that was the actual number. I didn't. I didn't watch. He's had first. games where he's thrown less than ten passes, though. I mean, it's they not... ran the ball well, so I guess I get that. But still, that's not a quarterback. In the well, first why'd, round. why'd you take him in the top six? Got to see that do a guy do a handoff, man. Oh so yeah. Think of the just so we could, because we because we signed Saquon to a two hundred million dollar contract, so we need to uh, make sure we can get him the ball. You know what? You, you know what I noticed? He hands the ball off like uh, like one of your favorites, Dan. JJ McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, I've seen I've seen that skill and that that technique, and you know I've seen it close to home, and so have you. He like also Jeff Wiener? No, no, no. He he <laughs> leads a mean prayer circle. Oh, like cult. Yeah, of course. Like Daniel Colt McCoy. Of course. That's the like true Danny those. Dimes, you mean. The so, true Danny Dimes. Those are the hand hand off. The prince that, that was promised. You dream of handoffs like these. Yeah. Yeah. Handoff, run are we right still into talking the about circle. Football? 
<laughs> this is the hot button topics that everyone's talking about for giant news today is, is Colt McCoy's legacy. <laughs> That's what everyone tuned in for. Yep, as usual, guys, please follow Big Green Reddit on uh, Facebook, whatever, Instagram. You can follow us at whatever, at BBU Podboys with a Z. Um, you know, just to touch on this, I know I talk about X too many times, and I mentioned every podcast, but uh, I went on Threads, just as bad. The ah, threads has no, no redeeming qualities. I have no... What, like, is I don't it know, exactly the same? Uh, it's, just, it's just like a cesspool of a bunch of people. It's, it's just like a, a Dunning-Kruger like message board for the masses i suppose uh, just a bunch of people who think they know everything and they all like fight with each other it's like try and change other people's opinions oh it's so just, twitter it's it's all the same yeah it yeah. just makes me laugh anyway um that being said follow us at threads at big blue <laughs> <laughs> follow us at threads uh <laughs> teddy's nyc um no, we're not, um, All right, so yeah, there's a I, lot of news today. Yeah, there's, a lot, there's yeah. a lot of things to talk about. I think let's start with uh, let's start with the coaching stuff because that's obviously the yeah. number one thing in everybody's mind. Let me just run off who has departed thus far. Uh, you have your strength and conditioning coach, Craig Fitzgerald. He, he did not get fired. He moved on to uh, University of Florida. Same Good. job. Running backs coach, Jeff Nixon, went to OC at Syracuse. So a, a step up and or lateral move, depending on how you view it. Um, mm-hmm. Thomas McGahee fired, special teams coordinator. Thank goodness. Yep. And, and the number one thing that we're all very thrilled about is Bobby Johnson, offensive line coach, is gone. Thank goodness. Um, and then it gets a little murky from here. So we've heard that Drew <laughs> Wilkins is the, putting a mild. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, Drew Wilkins, who's the outside linebacker coach, and his brother Kevin Wilkins, who are both disciples of Dable. I'm sorry, disciples of Wig Martindale. Um, were fired, and then apparently not 100 percent true or accurate or official yet, but. Wink Martindale is also on his way out. Colin, you shared a text message with us the other day about what possibly transpired. I, I would love for you to share that again with the uh, the listeners here. Um, should I, I should paraphrase I and not read yeah. it right off, right? This is this is from a guy that he knows a guy. Verbatim. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. That's the thing, it's though. It's not the I, best news. <laughs> no, but it's funny as hell. All right, I'll read it. I'll read it. Yeah. Screw it, right? read it. Yeah. All right. What we got here? So... Uh, I'm not going to read like all the, the beginning crap, but it's, um, uh, all right. So don't expect Wink there much longer. Dable is keeping Wink, but just fired Kev and Drew Wilkins, outside linebacker coach. Wink is drafting his resignation call to the GM as we speak. When Dable told Wink that's what he's going to do, he stood up and yelled, fuck you to him. <laughs> Said he has no idea how to run an offense and they never gained a fucking yard against him in practice and told him to rot in hell and stormed out you know someone who looks like wink martindale that's why i think i believe this because he looks like that and he he looks like he would say that the thing is i feel like in in press conferences throughout this year especially the the media has tried to bait the both of them into like showing their hand and neither of them did very well at all which makes me think this is kind of hogwash uh unless they're both like the best poker players of all time i don't know i mean there's so many ways you can play this right like did this start on the inside with someone in the defensive staff whether it was wink or one of the wilkins brothers you know eight weeks ago when they linked there was that friction between him and dable was that to plant the seed so that that wink could get fired and then choose where he goes and get paid his full contract because there's still the contract implications that Mm. are a major consideration for how this all went down so was a wink trying to get fired 
or did Dable fire these Wilkins dudes? So he knew that that would force Wings hand into resigning so they wouldn't have to pay that. Was that the play? Um, these Wilkins guys, I don't know anything about them, but just their names read like they're, they're douche tards. Um, well, just like, and- cause they're two brothers just being idiots together. That's just what I imagine. And, um, and let's not talk about the fact that, like, if you want to go like nitpicky on on the actual performance of some of the defense this year, uh, yeah, the outside linebackers, besides uh, the moments where where Thibodeau was like on his game, the yeah. pass rush was garbage. So, all right, uh, these guys. Well, yeah, they're 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 rankings, right? Like, I forgot what what stat that was, but they're at the bottom of uh, outside linebackers, only like behind pressure. Jihad Ward. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I, I think it's hard to look at look at the the stats for the year and, and really judge the defense on that just because I feel like you know obviously like the first game of the year they they dropped 40, 0, 40. Wow. the second time they played the Cowboys they were really bad I do think they had I was thinking just season. about the outside linebacker just oh I'm that. sorry I thought the defense yeah, yeah. as a whole I'm just saying you no know, no no um, just that and linebacker. Wink's, Wink's numbers as a whole but yeah okay I'm sorry yeah we can come back to well that. The, it was like the concept of if we you fire Bobby Johnson you know one of Dable's best friends and guy that he's been with for a while. Like then, you know, for performance, then firing the Wilkins brothers for their individual performances on the defense and their, their groups like, Hey, wink, I had to fire my guy. Like heads are going to roll. Like your guys are gone too. That could also be what happened. And then, you know, and then I guess the wrinkle that we haven't gotten to yet is right. Is wink signed his resignation papers, but hasn't formally submitted them. them, um, Hasn't formally resigned. He's still like when TJ listed all the, all the coaches that left, he didn't list Wink for a reason because he's still our defensive coordinator. Yeah. 24 hours later, 48 hours after the 24 hour sign. Here, um, here's the thing that, like, it, this sounds like if there's actually some real squabbling going on between the two coaches. Well, there certainly is now. <laughs> well, yes, but like, why? I, I can't see like a real reason besides what I said. Like, okay, maybe the outside linebackers weren't good at pressuring the passer this year or last year. That's not enough to like for them to hate each other. Like, well, I don't really that get that. I, I mean, I, I I could probably speculate this and maybe better. Just that when you're in a position where you're running something and you have people you're running it with, and and you're you know in the terms of football, you're winning games. Everyone's happy. You know, everyone's happy. Yeah. As soon as things start going awry, no matter who you are, you could be the best at what you do, but you still start pointing fingers because yep. all of a sudden now your job's on the line. You know, potentially, and your money's on the line. So mm-hmm. you really start to. You know, that, that, that communication starts to break down to a degree because not everyone's getting what they want. The outcome is not what you're expecting it to be, especially coming off, you know, what was a great year last year. At least that's my opinion of, of, yeah. of the situation. Yeah. I, uh, I, I saw the news is coming so fast and furious about this wing stuff. Mm-hmm. But the most likely story I heard for the impetus to of the original like fissure between Wink and Dable was that Wink in cahoots with drew and kevin wilkins were sort of separating from the larger coaching group into like i forgot what what article was in i feel so bad because i've just read so much stuff i'm going to find it before the end of the pod but like they said like into their own fiefdom where they'd only answer to you know defensive those defensive coordinators would only answer themselves and there was in dable's operation there's very communal people from across the aisle like cross disciplines can have influence on different things. And like, by the way, they were running the defense didn't mix with everything else. So it was like a philosophy breakdown coming from, you know, the differences in how the defense was run versus the rest of the team 
And then that probably got worse and worse. And then the offense not performing and having the defense play like 80% of like games and stuff. Like it, it was a bad, very bad mixture. Like, there's so many things I could do. That was just like the one either theory or report that made That's the most a sense. That's the theory. There's no, there's no corroboration on that, but well, I get it. Did you see that or did you see that report? I mean, I've read a lot of things, but like, you know, at the end of the day, I think that was like in like the poster. I think it was in like an actual reporter report. I just don't, I just don't, there's no one reporting that like that. No, has a, has a specific source from inside the organization that has said that happened. Yeah. Well, say, say that is, say that is the case. Say something like that happened. This is a knee jerk league and Dable is the head coach with his job and his money on the line his knee-jerk reaction to something like that, if that is indeed the situation, kind of leads me to believe that he's going to try to hire someone he's buddy-buddy with for the next defensive coordinator because he's afraid of getting a stranger like he did in Wink because they barely knew each other, let alone worked with each other before. He might have a bad taste in his mouth and be like, all right, I got to find my dude. And who's let's, that? I have no let's, idea. Let's talk about that, Colin. It's a, it's a good segue. Um, I mean, I think at this point, Wink is still the DC. I mean, the Giants have the the cards in their hand. Basically, if if Wink got a head coaching job, oh. he could leave. Um, but he can't make a lateral move. Um, yep. unless he resigns. Um, and they, you know, have to come to an agreement for him to resign since he's under contract. Assuming that happens, who who do you think is the is the next defensive coordinator of New York Giants, or who would you speculate? And well, I think the answer is probably – I know the first answer you're going to say based on what you just said. So, uh, I mean, we already talked about it. Was it yesterday or the day before? Uh, I don't know. No, it was, it was yesterday of, of the – I wouldn't consider it a dream pickup, but it would be a oh, dream. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, <laughs> I, if you I, want – You're going to go Leslie Frazier. But. No, I, I was going to go even more fantastical. And, and <laughs> it, it is fantastical because I don't think he would himself stoop to this level. But – what if your 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 boy Billy Boy up there in New England who's looking for uh for for something new, greener pastures, if you will? I just don't know about his legacy. I don't think it'll ever happen. But I mean, he does love the Giants. Well, right? that's it. That's yeah. the one reason why he would never go to be a defensive coordinator on any other team in the NFL at all. But where would he go? He'd go back to where it all began as a defensive coordinator. Yeah, we could just run the video of him crying when he visits Giant Stadium in that yeah. documentary. I feel like the only possible way this happens is he takes a year off in between and comes back because he's not just going to, he's not going to go work. That's so unlike Bill Belichick. I know, but he has to, he he (laughs) has to, to say, if he wanted to do this, which is very far fetched, but to save face, I'm retired. And then, you know what? He's like, no, I really want a defensive coordinator job in the giants. Maybe I'll come back. He won't take a year off because he can't, he can't not think about football for three days or he'll pass away. So, Exactly. That's yeah. that's the kind of guy he is. He's going to coach or be involved with the NFL until he he thinks he's going to die soon. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so, too. You're right. Here, here's really what's going to happen. And by the way, that the story I was citing before I didn't remember was the post. It was Paul Schwartz story. That's so cool, of course. Maybe, maybe maybe there's something. Um, uh, no, this is what's going to happen. Uh, he a for the state reasons you, you stated, he has an affinity for the Giants because that's where he came up. And those are the glory years. And he's not going to be a defensive coordinator. You guys are, are missing the obvious special yeah. teams, special, oh, teams. special teams. There's nothing he loves more than special teams. That's dude. literally going back to where it began, where he can focus on the most specific, just most detailed thing, not do anything else. Just do special Matthew teams. Matthew Slater comes out of retirement. Yeah. 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 
Because, um, you know, I, I was thinking more along the lines that, uh, you know, we'll get Be- Belichick as DC, but the only caveat is that Joe Judge has to be special teams coordinator. Uh, <laughs> no. Nah. I think nah. Joe Judge would rather pass away. <laughs> I know we'd want to. <laughs> Actually, um, you know what? Screw it. Make, <laughs> give Joe Judge defensive coordinator. Screw it. Joe Judge highlights. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but after after the obvious pipe dream of, of Bill Belichick, I mean, I mentioned Leslie Frazier. The other guy that I saw today in a tweet who I would love, it would be Antonio Pierce, obviously. Yeah, yeah. However, I did text this to you guys earlier that I would, if he does get that Raiders job, I'd be very happy for him. He was a Me Raiders too. fan. He's from Oakland. Yeah. He wants that job. I hope he gets it. But if he, he doesn't, yeah. I would I would love for him to be, be considered for the D.C. job for oh, the New York Giants. That'd yeah. be awesome. That would that, be. That would be. A, a absolute vibe shift. Uh, yeah. Oh man. I mean, not for I, I, same, I, same as you, TJ. Like, whatever, whatever Antonio wants. Like, I, I'd be happy, happy for him getting a head coaching job. But it would be so sick if he came back. Yeah. I, I've been start following... doing balling again. Would they? Would they be able to do balling? Would, uh, would that, that yeah. too uh, washed? Would they, would now? Would they be able to do balling? The there? balling? Could they do the? Would balling? they be able to do the balling, guys? Yeah. So I, I've been I've been following him on Instagram for a long time, and I, I forgot that I was because I don't think he was posting for a while. And now that he's been the interim head head coach, he's been posting stuff, and it's like. I don't know. I don't know. You guys seen any of the, the speeches, the after games, the locker room speeches? They're incredible. They're like, I, I want to play for that guy. That looks like a lot of fun right there. He's, you know, he's got that. He, he's like not too uh, modern, but he's got that. Like, I'm a former player. I don't seem like I'm that far removed from playing. Players want to rally around him. Mm-hmm. It's a good situation. I, if the Raiders do anything right in the last you know 20 years uh, maybe hiring him as head coach is, is and yeah look at the look at the success that bald linebackers retired linebackers have had in the league this year I yeah mean, the texans Tomigo are Ryan's. in the playoffs yeah, yeah. yeah. true um uh, and also like another thing i think is is something with 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 um pierce is that having this interim head coaching experience is really important because dable is not a guy who's gonna really jump in on the other side of the ball so having someone who who has the skill set to be able to like kind of run that whole side of his team on his own, yeah. um, I, I think is important. Which brings us back to that first point of of the squabbling. Was there a moment, or has there been a moment? You can speculate that Dable allowed Wink to fully run that side of the ball. We don't know. We won't know. And maybe that's the problem. Maybe he was meddling too much. I mean, based upon the, the blitz, blitz percentage and just the numbers, you kind of have to assume that Wink was basically doing whatever he wanted. I think they were blitzing yeah. 75% of the snaps yeah. against the Eagles on Sunday. <laughs> Which makes me feel like, what the hell? It must be such childish, like, ego maniac bullshit is what the problem is right now. Definitely. Neither of them are chill dudes. No, they're not. No, no. The, I mean, the only thing chill about them is is Dable's attempt at making jokes about donuts and stuff and all that. The only thing chill about them is the 12, 12 beers they have before they go to bed every night. Yeah. yeah. Together. Yeah. No. They just stare at each other in silence. Separately alone. No, not together. I mean. Just on one sideline, either opposite sidelines, just drink, just chugging <laughs> beers before they leave. Nobody else on the field but the two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no no words are spoken staring into each other's yeah. eyes just just yeah. drinking just drink. yeah. every, every night at 3 30 in the morning when they go home 
And Kafka's you know, no, still in the booth because that's where he belongs. They're looking at each other like that with crazy eyes, and then you have Daniel Jones with the surprised eyes looking at both of them. <laughs> yeah. What's going on over there? That's where Jones learned it from. Yeah. Ka- Kafka's just in the press box drafting an email for the 9,000th time to John Mara to please let them cut Daniel Jones. They just can't get the wording right. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Uh, I mean, why don't we we talk a little bit about the game itself, just just for the hell of it. I mean, I was what a performance by the New York Giants against uh, the Eagles backups. Great. There was a point. So I I was I was I went with my dad and there was a point in the middle of the game. Yeah, it's like every game this year. A lot of Eagles fans there. huh? (laughs) Um, Not as many as I thought there would be. Surprisingly, I honestly it was the most pathetic showing of any game I've seen in a long time. There was uh, attendance wise. Yeah. Attendance wise. The parking lot was like empty. It was, it was weird. The weather wasn't um, great and there's nothing on the line. No, it, it was, I mean, so there was a point in the middle of the game where, where my dad looked over at me and, and he's just like, you, you're right over there. You, you don't look like you're having a good time. And I was like, I thought for a second, I'm like, shit, is it on my face that much that I'm just like not enjoying this? To-? And the reason that he asked is because good things were happening and I didn't give a shit. I didn't give a shit. I was like, uh, uh, I wasn't cheering. I wasn't clapping. I was just like, I'm here. This is, I, yeah, I hate to say that because, you know, it's, it's great to go to games and stuff, but like going to that game and feeling all of the feelings of like, you know, kicking the Eagles ass when they're not trying at all. And they're pulling starters in the second half. I, yeah. I was like, this is, and then we're just ruining our, our draft position. Granted, we only <laughs> dropped one pick down which was less than i yeah. thought it was going to be i thought it was going to go further so that's one yeah. saving I mean, grace. yeah given the scenario but yeah i don't know it was it was a strange day i was like i i enjoyed it and like towards the end i was starting to allow myself to enjoy like the good stuff because i knew we were going to win so it's like all right whatever whatever it, it let me see some positivity before i can't watch them for another six months so yeah uh, i thought and, it was a fun way to end the year i mean yeah, yeah. I, ultimately i i would have rathered you know, lose, of course, but like if we were going to win, do it like that. It's the Eagles, screw them, Honestly, and they're going to lose in the playoffs. So I, I don't, I don't think five and six is going to be a, a difference, um, especially if it's you or the Chargers, because the Chargers aren't going to pick a quarterback. The yeah, Chargers yeah. aren't going to pick a wide receiver. The Chargers might go offensive line, but you, we're probably not looking for that at, at the topic. So it doesn't really matter to me. I think Sirianni, you know, saw AJ Brown go down and then he looked at, you know, the halftime. Um, the Cowboys were winning. Yeah. He's like, screw this. What am I doing? You know, yeah. we're not going to win the division. And it, it was just, it was just fun to see a lot of good individual performances. I'm glad they uh, bumped up Shep, Shep above Shockey on the all-time catch list. Yeah. I think there were, there were fun things about the game. Ultimately, I, I you know, the Giants have, have beat the Eagles since like what 2001, I think it is. Yeah, no, so, that's not true. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, uh, no, that is true. Had, that is true. Beat them at all? I think they beat them in 2001. I'm it's once we've beaten them. 2021. Are you? Sorry. It's like 2001. Jesus yeah. Christ. It's been, it's been, we were freshmen in high school the last time. We <laughs> like that. I was like, wait a second. Either way, I, it's I, I couldn't try. It was fun. Yeah. Um, could have been, uh, I, I was so close to getting Shep that touchdown too. He was right there. A mm. younger Shep would have went in somehow. He would have made a move, but you know, Wandale was fun to watch. I'm glad we got to see Tommy DeVito throw a couple balls. Uh, Tyrod had a good game. He did. Um, defense actually, had a good game. 
that was that was one thing my my, uh, my dad and I were talking about on the way out was the a, a situation where I mean we're going to draft a quarterback one way or the other. What round we don't know, but it's too bad that Tyrod makes as much as he does because I would love to see him beat Daniel out for the starting quarterback position next year. It would be great. It would be so awesome, but it's not going to happen because he's getting paid too much. Well, his contract is up, yeah. isn't it? He was only on a two-year deal. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like yet. he would, he'd okay. want to sign another one like that. And we're not going to do that. It's just not happening. Agreed. No, but again, that I guess that was the highlight of that game for me is just seeing the capability of that offense with those people if they just push the ball down the field. Um, yeah, underlines our arguments we've been making for years. Um, but I mean, uh, if you want to talk defense at all, McKinney looked great. I mean. He's gone, he, probably though. Yeah, he's probably okay. gone because of those two picks. Because of, uh, of Belton. <laughs> no, I think he's gone because of Belton's performance and the, yeah. the time he's had. True. Yeah, I mean McKinney had an amazing year, but I don't think we're going to be able to afford him with all the things we, our roster needs, unless we franchise okay. tag him. You know what? He's the he's, one. He's the, mo- he's the most likely sense. candidate for the franchise tag. I think. Yep. Good Agreed. point, Dan. I, I didn't even consider it, honestly. Agreed. Not not going to, to Saquon because that would be stupid. Enough I think. I mean. Talk. I think. I think we mentioned it last week, though. We did mention that last week. Is is I think he's an obvious choice for a franchise tag. But the concern is, is we've seen how outspoken he's been yeah. uh, about just anything he's discontent with. If you franchise tag him, is he going to like have a bad attitude about it, or you know, sink? That was one time. Sure. Maybe he just had a bad day. Ah, yeah, he, he he showed up a bunch of times this year. Like I don't know. I I guess in retrospect, we didn't know so much about what was going on behind the scenes, and maybe there was a lot of stuff going on with wink and the defense and the offense and, and all that, 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 that was like really severe that we didn't assume. Um, but I don't know. Franchise tag. That'd be pretty nice to get him on that. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. They'll probably tag Saquon again and then Saquon will hold out and then, you know, it'll be a whole thing. Saquon's already got attitude. Yeah. You see them asking questions and he's that, like, I can oh. control it. I'm not going to talk to him. They know where I'm at. It's like, all right, we're, we're already back at it. We're in the thicket. It's like August like fourth again. No, but he wants to be a giant for life, though. Don't you know? Oh, okay. He's actively working care. on it. I don't care if you're going to be an asshole, especially goodbye. I was, it, their last their deal was one to two million dollars away uh, in guaranteed money. He wants to be a giant for life. You know? No, that's it's, it's the BS. lovely uh, saying one thing and doing another. Like, exactly, it's all BS. He does not want to keep playing for the Giants. He wants to go somewhere, no, be a contender. Yeah. Get a contract. He doesn't want to play, right? But he, he doesn't no, care. The, the problem that he's going to experience is that no one's going to sign him for what he was offered last year. Yeah, exactly, and he knows he's got another year, year, another year where he had injuries, another year of carries, um, and actually, you know, a down year statistically for him. Yeah. He had some touchdowns in, in the, towards the end of the season, yeah. but that's about it. Nothing meaningful, you know. No, no, it, it, he didn't. It wasn't an impact player. No, no, I mean, maybe the, only... the Giants, but he could be a, like a. If he was on like Baltimore right now, that yeah. would be like where he belongs. Yep. You know. Yeah, he'd be great there. But he's also a, a way different player than he was five years ago. The yeah. the burst the burst is not he's there. Not, I mean, he's still a fast player, but he's not like he was those he's first couple. Still seasons. a good running back in the NFL, but he's not. The only running backs that can justify being paid that way are like truly like game shifting players, and it's yeah. a short list. McCaffrey. Some might argue it's Derrick Henry because he's such a anomaly in size and way play him. Some might argue like younger players. Like, I feel like this might be a bias, but I feel like Jameer Gibbs could be that kind of player because he's has so much burst and so much. For how speed. long, though? 
until until he gets his injury. You don't know. I'm saying it's, and then it's yeah. yeah, exactly. No, I'm saying, but like that's the type of player where it's like, oh, like this guy's got the ball in his hand. Like you have to play differently, and that's not Saquon anymore. I sort of I sort of like um, th- this line of thinking about running backs too. I know we always say get some guy in like the later rounds, but like I've been hearing you know things about drafting a guy high um, and just like running him into the ground for five that's years. Just all running backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just how you. That's- that's, that's it. That's why I'm confused by like you know you know the, the Gibbs and, and Bijan were not like the bell cows in, in either of well, those situations. Well, I mean Arthur Smith, Arthur, is, Arthur Smith is, a, is a real stupid person. So that, and that, well, Jameer is like prolific in, in the amount of touches he's had. So yeah, true. So and he's healthy. More. I mean, yeah. do you guys feel bad for Arthur Smith now that he's fired because he's all destitute and he's not <laughs> yeah. nowhere to go? What's he going to do? How's he going to survive? How's yeah, he going to survive? Wonder. I wonder. He's got no money on him. What 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 is his dad on FedEx? Oh, yes. it's Home Depot or some. Home or Depot. No, no FedEx, right? FedEx. Yeah. If anyone didn't know, Arthur Smith's dad is a billionaire, and he started FedEx. Yeah. So Arthur Smith is going to be okay. That yeah, guy exactly. will be totally fine. Um, but yeah, yeah the that president didn't is... have his dad buy the team and then keep, <laughs> let him let him keep his job. It it is a travesty though that that Bijan didn't get used enough yeah. this year. It makes no sense to me. I hate that. You're only gonna yeah. get older. You're only gonna get worse. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Especially that, that position. Um, Should we switch to the the most interesting uh, coaching search, which we glossed over? Which which is offensive line coach. Yep. Well, oh yeah, important. sure. Well, I, I mean, didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't want to gloss over that. I wanted to come back uh, to it. I think we just had to talk oh, about, we're win about first. the game. Yeah. Well, then we're talking about the game. Okay. Um, uh, no, I mean, let's go back to coaching. Are we, done, are we done with the game? Oh, we're I don't care about the game. The game, the game neither do I. Cares about the yeah. game. <laughs> this is about the offseason, baby. This is the last this thing I want to talk shine. about yeah. was the game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, it's it's yeah. I mean, how much money do you want, Mike Munchak? How much? They're only so far, I think they've they've uh expressed interest in Raiders, uh Carmen Brashillo. Brashillo. Yeah. I don't know if he's Spanish he's, or Italian. He's a Paisan. He's a Paisan. Yeah. Oh, so then Brasil. Yeah, sure. Um I don't, I don't know. know. I gotta see how it's spelled. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, Raiders line was 15th ranked in the league. I don't know if this is where you go. And honestly, I don't know much. I don't have enough wherewithal or knowledge about offensive yeah. line coaches to really mm-hmm. make an opinion well, on this. You know he's That's a good guy. News. You know he's a good guy, right? Obviously. That he's a good fella. Like yeah, he's a good yeah, fella. He's a good boy. He does the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, His mother think, loves him. I don't know. I guess that I've seen like, <laughs> yeah, he's good at business. Um <laughs> Say hi to your mother for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's Boston. That's different, man. Um, yeah. It's anyway, I, I, I've seen his like last five seasons where they showed like the rankings of his offensive lines. And I, I think they were like, yeah, at lowest where it's like this 15th ranking and, and anywhere between like seventh and 11th or something for offensive lines without a ton of talent. Maybe he's good. Maybe he's not. Um, then they, there was the mention of uh, I forgot his name. That other Italian guy that was like an interim oh, offensive uh, line D, coach, uh, D D Guglielmo, or the guy yeah. who's been on the Giants already yeah. in two different uh, iterations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, him. Uh, I've seen that pop up a few times, and then the one that I, that also seemed like a hot item, especially considering um, Arthur Arthur Smith leaving, is the offensive line coach from Atlanta, who is by all accounts a very good coach, has developed players under him, and. Um, Obviously, Atlanta's offensive line is is pretty excellent, um, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head. But um, he was one that people are shouting at because he's probably going to be looking for a job. Mm. Hmm. So that seems like a good one. But then, yeah, oh, Mike yeah. Munchak, 
get him out of retirement? Can that yeah. happen? I mean, he he's going to command the most amount of money, and he's the name. Every, like anyone who knows any sort of coaching names on the offensive line, he's the number one. So but it's like, just like if you get him, he will make the most out of the talent you have and put together the best offensive line possible. Like he's you, proven that. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Uh, it's I, it's been a while since he's been an O line coach because wasn't he a head coach the last time he was in the NFL? I believe. Um, not, don't quote me on that, but I think he I was a head coach. And, wasn't he at the Titans or something? I don't know. It was a while ago. But did you see they fired Vrabel? By the way, that yeah, yeah. I don't really Dumb. get that. Oh, how about Vrabel for your defensive coordinator? Yeah, um, but he's not. He's going to be a head I'd coach. I'd be so down. <laughs> uh, I, I is he not going to be the head coach of the Patriots? He's gonna probably head, be a head coach. Oh, imagine that! Yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah, we'll see. you're right. You're right. I don't know. How, I, honestly, I, like I said before, I think Dable's gonna go. He's gonna lean into his uh, his cronies a little bit. I think we're gonna see some coaches come in at least for interviews that he has worked extensively with in the past. Joe Judge? No, not idiots. <laughs> Not stupid people. I, I bet. I bet if you get Dable a couple of drinks in him, he'd say how stupid that guy is. <laughs> oh man! Yes, I agree. <laughs> um, do you do you think there's uh, any chance that they might go from within and, and promote somebody to, to defensive coordinator? Like who? Um, the two names I've heard are uh, Jerome Henderson and uh, Andre Patterson. Defensive uh, or uh, cornerback or secondary and defensive line coaches, respectively. I guess it's possible. Yeah, I don't know, maybe, um, but I, I doubt it. I think they went there. You want like a big splash? Uh, yeah. What do you What do you guys think about Brandon Stilley? I would I would do that. I think he was before he became a head coach. He was touted as like the best defensive mind, young defensive mind in the NFL running like very sophisticated, very strong defense. Because I think he's back. He's definitely back to, to coordinator. He's not getting a head coaching job. Zero percent. <laughs> yeah. Zero percent. No way. <laughs> no way. Um, yeah. My question, does anyone know uh, what Patrick Graham's status is? I mean, that was another guy I wanted to bring up too. Um, yeah. No, he, he's still, he's still doing it out there. Isn't he's he? still with the Raiders. With the Raiders. Yeah. A lateral move would be in the Raiders' court to let him do um, if he's not getting a head coaching job. Yeah. Him and Dable have here's a, here's a quick question. Have history too, which I think goes back to what Colin was saying. Yeah. Do you guys think for like a like a, a ambitious d- defense coordinator that wants to be a head coach one day, it's more attractive to be the defensive coordinator when your head coach is an offensive mind versus being a defensive coordinator when your head coach is a defensive coordinator? Because yes. you know, then you have more ownership over the defense. Yes, you could ostensibly make the argument that you're more. Of a I mean, leader. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in that position. But if I well, was, no, I, that's I, why I'm asking. You. <laughs> no, of course, TJ. So. In your experience as a defensive <laughs> coordinator, of course you don't know. I mean, I would assume <laughs> so, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dan. The answer is yes. <laughs> the thought. <laughs> thought experiment. Um, yeah, that's like because I mean the natural thing is uh, offensive-minded head coach is going to meddle less than someone who's like, oh, I don't like what you're doing over there. What do you do this? You know, like, yeah, yeah I don't think that happens. Saying, like, if you're trying much. to come up, maybe that's a, a factors into these guys' decision-making process is what I'm You know, this kind of situation makes me think of, uh, I mean, very, very different scenarios, but it could be a, a similar uh, learning experience where I want to liken it to Coughlin kind of figuring out how to soften his ways a little bit not that I'm saying that Dable needs to soften his ways, but what if he 
what if he learns from this? What if like, all right, maybe he looks himself in the mirror and is just like, maybe I screwed this, this thing up with wink. What do I have to do differently? I mean, you'd like to think that someone like that would, I don't know, change his, his flow up a little bit to attract uh, different kinds of coaches because right now, this, this is a bit of a stink on this whole wink yeah. right now. So it's uh... stink on the wink. <laughs> stink on my wink. Yeah. Did you chant that in high school at any point, TJ? Was that one of your sayings? It seems like it could have been uh, something. I don't know. You have to ask Mindy. Kings of Leon suck. Stink on my wink. Yeah. Just things that TJ said for like five years periods. Uh, knock on my buck. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just been showed for like a decade now. Yeah. Used to be more creative. Yeah, I, I've lost it. Um, oh, that's an interesting idea, Colin. I, I, I mean, I, I do agree that this is a messy situation and probably overall bad look for, for Dable and has lessened him in like the public's perception. I don't know in coaching circles. Prior to this, it seemed like everyone loved him. Like he was the kind of yeah. guy that like had both respect and people like also thought like it was like a friend or like a buddy, which was like a cool line to toe. Um, but I get, I think also like you forget like to get this far and this high up in coaching, you probably got to be cutthroat to a certain level. Um, and we just probably didn't see that come out. And, but uh, it'd be interesting to see. I, I assume that he is based on like the initial reports coming out of, you know, when he joined the team and how he ran it by sort of choosing like the smartest people around and like giving them the autonomy to do what they want to do. That seemed pretty coach friendly to me. I don't know if that's totally changed in his experience as a head coach, but it'll be interesting to see like who they go after if they go after big names or, you know, for internally, like you were saying, TJ, I don't know. It's, there's a lot of stuff moving pieces this off season. Not to there's mention that we have not even touched on it. I know we, we don't want to go too much further here, but like is Kafka staying or going? Uh, exactly. Colin. We don't know that either. You think they would have yeah. fired him, but I think that I think Dable just becomes the play caller. Yeah. If they, they fired Kafka, him. No, I think no. I'm saying I think. That, oh, oh like, they keep him as uh, offensive coordinator. But yeah. he's getting like he's he's getting demoted, but not actually getting demoted by his title. But I think Dayball takes over the offense. Yeah, I mean, I I do think at any point after that, uh, it was pretty much it was early to mid season when it was uh, we were talking about the the play sheet and it was clear that he was making the calls. Do you think at any point that changed at all? Do you think you yes. let him have have some you know time to to call some plays too? Towards the end, I don't know. I, I would. I think there was more of a collaborative process after mm. the the Cardinals game. I think mm. the second half of the Cardinals game, Debo called the plays. Yeah. I think that's pretty obvious. I, I think that there was probably he had more input as the season goes on. But I think next year you're going to look to see Debo calling the plays, and then you look like this is why I think Leslie Frazier will be the defensive coordinator because he has been a head coach. He's worked with Debo for three four years in Buffalo, yeah. and he can run the defense. Debo doesn't yeah. have to do shit. He can That'd trust be a this guy. He knows yeah. him. Exactly. I'd love that. I would yeah. love that because he's a good coach and he's and he's a name also. He's probably the best thing for the team. Some stability, like like just calm seas. Uh, I think I would be so happy Like sign up for that right now, Leslie. For yeah, you. I, I just think it makes the most sense. And then Dayball can just solely focus on the offense and Kafka can, you know, be your Eric B enemy, which is, I think, what he's used to yeah. um, from his offensive coordinator. And I think that's honestly the best thing for this team because I think in the limited time that we know Dable actually called the plays, you know, it, it was working. Yeah. But shout out to Eric Bieniemy. You look at this Chiefs offense this season; it, it does not look the same. Yeah, nope, I know. Nope, there's obviously nope. a lot of you know lacking wide receivers, 
but they also lacked wide receivers last year. That's um, what I'm saying. Dan. people say that now, but like last year they had yeah. the same personnel. Pretty much. Like they lost Juju Smith Schuster. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Big deal. So maybe the enemy, I don't know. They just fired uh riverboat Ron. So who are, who's going to be their head coach? I, you know, I, I actually hate what he did with uh, the Washington offense because he had Sam Howell throw more than any other quarterback in the league. I love that. Just, I don't that know. Awesome. Man. Like, but it's like, the, it's like people have scored a lot of points. People think Sam Howell is good at football because yeah, that's good for us. 450 times, you know, <laughs> Sam Howell's not very good. No, no he not. just hasn't well, he, he pushed the ball downfield. At least he looked downfield. He threw the ball. I mean, look, would you rather have Sam Howell, Daniel Jones? I mean, it's up in the air for me, but that's insane. That's insane. Yeah, that the, that's and the, people are happy with Daniel Jones. If that's even an argument, you know, that is one very, and we've touched on it a little bit, but it's been a, a nice refreshing uh, change towards the latter half of the season where that guy's name was not brought up nearly as much uh, prior to him getting injured. And I'm talking about our, our, quarterback it was just that's was an nice. indictment of him because my, not my quarterback there was no it's difference with him being on like playing or not playing you know there was like, yeah. no discernible difference between <laughs> devito jones or tyrod really all year i mean you put anybody back there i yeah. think jones was the worst of all of them well that's really. the thing uh, daniel jones getting hurt screwed our draft chances <laughs> you're saying that if he if he had yes. to play that they probably would have dropped those games that the Devito won yes i mean you might, yes. be right. you might be right. I, I think so for sure yep. Would have lost all of them. I think the one great thing that we have going for us right now is that if the Giants do manage to, you know, I was hoping we had time to touch on the draft this episode, but it might be running a little late. But yeah. I think the one thing the Giants get to do is if they do pick a quarterback, Jones is probably not back week one because of his injury. Yep. So you have every reason you don't have to. You're obviously not going to cut him because of the cap implications, but you have every reason never to start this guy again. You well, have every that... reason to, to just be like, we made a mistake, and now we can save face because – our new guy is playing really well. So why would we sit him? Cause he's on a roll. That's, I mean, best case scenario, right? Which only yeah. reinforces uh, the conviction in Shane to really, really consider drafting one early in the first I or trading so up, you know, I'd love to see Jaden Daniels in New York giant. Yeah. That would be fun. Dude, in, in, in three years, people that aren't giants fans are going to be like watching a, a Titans game and being like, Oh, uh, uh, Levis just went down. Who's the backup? Oh, it's Daniel Jones. I didn't know. He yes, was. yes, yes. It's going to be like, you know, you see like Marcus Mariota sometime. You're like, what? How'd you get here? Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't know you were a backup on the, the Falcons. By um, the way, th that was the funniest thing. First pass he throws when he was put in interception. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> McKinney, McKinney was just like, oh, it's a wide receiver screen because everyone on earth could see it was a wide receiver screen. Yeah. Mariota just uh, like is just like he just like turned and like stared stood there for like what felt like an eternity waiting yeah. for the, like the receiver to get open or, or to step back. Oh my god, silly, <laughs> horrendous. Um, the only other thing I want to talk about, guys, uh, is something I know Dan's gonna be mad about. Uh, Brandon Bowers being interviewed by the Chargers and the Panthers for their GM jobs. Yeah, yeah. Feelings. Uh, I mean that was gonna happen. I. I think that's the best thing you could say, right? It was going to happen. It was yeah. going to happen. So it's like whether they they are doing it for the Rooney rule or it's actually serious, it, it is what it is. I mean, I'd like the guy to stick is around. Is there a GM a Rooney rule or is that just head coach? I think it. I think it's across. It's, I think it's no, just head coach. Not for, yeah, it's not GMs. No, not at all? I don't think so. Hmm. I didn't know it was specific to just head coaches. They're, I mean, they, they probably should. I think, well, I think, I don't think there's like a Rooney rule on like front office staff. 
Oh, okay. Interesting. I would, but, I just, how stupid. I, I know and, there's like an impetus. The whole thing is stupid. Yeah. You know, for it. Not because but. they disagree with the, what the, what the outcome they're looking for is, but just a stupid way to go about it. Oh, of course. Anyway. It's like antiquated and, and just old school racist. It's just enough, enough at this point. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I, I like Brandon Brown and we, I think we've talked about him like a bunch. Like he's, he's, there's some cool stories that popped up about him and him, how he's in tune with, the scouting department and players and sort of that player relationship piece, which is cool to see, but I'm not disappointed because I got a call today from Joe Shane looking for a replacement. So I got some interviews next week. Yep. Sorry if I can't do the pod. Um, yeah. I'll bring you guys in as special consultants if uh, you play your cards, right? So. Oh, is this, is this because you win fantasy football? All of a sudden you think you should be a GM of a real NFL team. I mean, I just took the call, man. <laughs> you know, I'm just minding my own business. Real recognize real. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, lastly, did you uh, did you hear um, Odell Beckham Jr. is taking the Ravens offense uh, of guys on a boat trip? That's not their- real. <laughs> That's not real. That's not a real thing. <laughs> I, I know, like someone put that tweet out there, and they like the picture was yeah. like it's a boat that's all purple, and it's like one of those stupid. It's like one of those 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 boats we went on in eighth grade when I yeah. uh, for, the, for the the Washington trip. It's like oh, yeah, yeah. French French and chicks on on a historical boat. I, my guys favorite. like churning butter behind you, and you're just. <laughs> We were in eighth grade. We went to Washington, D.C. for a school field trip, and Colin was like making out with uh, some girl from another school. And our history teacher went up to him and gave him a huge high five and said, Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Mulaney. Mr. Mulaney. Mr. Mulaney would have been fired right now. He's like 60 now. He was like like our age um, now when we were like, Yeah. Um, Anything else you guys want to touch on tonight? Probably not. No, that's that's it. I mean, I, hey, Aaron Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, oh my God, yes. <laughs> uh, did you did you see Jimmy Aaron. Kimmel's Jimmy Kimmel's retort was was fairly yeah. funny. I, I enjoyed oh, that. I mean, I didn't I didn't laugh that hard, but I thought he 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 said some funny shit. Like when he yeah, called the, two, the, he brought up the Dunning Kruger thing too, and then the the he's too he's too arrogant to realize how ignorant he is. It's exactly true. Yes, it's hundred yep. percent true. Yeah. And the yeah. only A's that he ever got were the two in his name. Yeah, yeah. I just like he called like Karen with two A's, Rogers. That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I heard that the craziest thing I heard wasn't from either of them. It was from New York Sports Talk Radio because all the Jets fans are trying to cope with Aaron Rodgers and him running his mouth. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were like, you know, Brandon Tierney, yeah. he's got a show with Sal Ian and Aquino. Yeah, uh, Sal is is could be one of the dumbest guys I've ever heard. He was essentially defending Aaron Rodgers because he was like, but what did he actually say? And they're like, uh, that the list is going to come out and, and Jimmy Kimmel is going to be upset about it. He's like, yeah, that's all he said. He didn't say anything about Jimmy Kimmel being a pedophile. This is like the, the and people, people are like, minds, bro. Like, it's, it's, not everyone's it's as dumb as you are. <laughs> it's an it's an inference. It's a it's an implication. It's he didn't directly it's, say it, so it didn't yeah. happen. Yeah. What an insane argument! What yeah. a, I can't believe people say that. And then, you know, well, at the same time, they're saying he's smart, so he wouldn't. He would like. Well, oh remember, guys, Sal is another one. He's the idiot of that whole Carl Banks situation about being on that. Oh, uh, that's FAN. the same guy. That's the same oh, guy. What an idiot! 
What an idiot. Oh, 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 uh, um, you don't know anything of uh, Carl Banks. Uh, we know that Thibodeau is bad. He's bad at, at, his, at his game. He's a bad player. Uh, Carl Banks is going to know that more than you, you dope. <laughs> that, I just couldn't believe it, man. <laughs> real I, I real NFL linebacker? <laughs> like, what, what is I, psycho? Well, and, and it, the shame of that is, is Tiki gets the, the, the big uh, afternoon drive, and yeah. he gets replaced by this moron. It's like it kind of tarnishes that whole show. It's too bad. I don't listen to any of it anymore. I, I told you guys, I can't. The fan is is dead to me. I don't. Even, the only time I listen to it is is when uh, Bob Popper and and yeah. and Carl are doing the game. There's only there's only is two. Is Smooth still on? Is, is Steve Summers? No, he he retired last year. That was last yeah. year. I actually oh. saw him on the street in Manhattan. Damn. He was he was only, reading. Two uh, Giants media you need. Colin. Too much tuna. Oh, too he, much he's, tuna. he's just old. He's he yeah. was he's in it forever. That guy. Talking Giants and Bible United podcast. It's all your Giants news you need. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the hard facts come to Big Blue United podcast. Yeah. Facts. If you want to just, you know, listen to people who are like really good at podcasting, you listen to Talking Giants. But if you want the truth, you come here. Yeah. If you want that 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 stuff that not everyone's talking about, the lamestream media is not giving you. Mm-hmm. Exactly that, Dan. Yeah. If you, if you want to like tell people things we say, you can follow it up with, I've done my own research. That's yeah. the type of podcast this is. And then you cite us. Yeah. <laughs> well, Dan, Colin, and TJ said it was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You've done your research. It's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> right, thank you for listening, guys. Um, you can follow us at Big Blue United on Facebook, uh, X and Instagram. You can follow us on X at BBU Pod Boys with a Z. Get all that new podcast news. And uh, I guess, what's the plan? We'll, we'll call you back. I think we should do Maybe. a post post Super Bowl. Yeah, we'll do a post Super Bowl, and then yeah. off season we're gonna get we're gonna do a lot of off season, and then during the dredges we'll probably take some time off. But uh, we're gonna be uh, on we'll threads. Be next week. Yeah, threads. We're be on Check threads. your threads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at threads. Check your threads. Yeah. Good night. <laughs>